Hey, this is Mike Missanelli, and you're listening to the Feed the Embiid, the number one Sixers podcast in America. Yeah, 2-1 on his jersey, playing like he's number one. Best big in the league, and it's no debate. Who's from the haters? Point him to the exit. I guess every franchise needs its process. Every franchise needs its own process. Coming down the lane, yeah. Watch your head, yeah. We post a every game, yeah. Get your Kodak. Once he gets you under the basket, you better just pray. Hit you with the jab step, knock down, lock from Ben. Get out the way, and one. Let the fans know it. Yeah, homie, let the fans know it. Watch the trailer, the three is going in your eye. If you mess, you better get back. Cause if the bees, there won't be a putback. Keep all that trash out of the paint. Cause the bees will put it back in your face. He's a cold blooded killer, and he take no prisoners. Yeah, dump off from TJ. Call it the feed to a bee. What's going on, everybody? This is the feed to Embiid, and I am your host. As always, Austin Krell. Sixers were in Dallas tonight to play the Mavericks. No Embiid, no Jimmy Butler. And as one could imagine, in such a situation, this would present a challenge to to an undermanned Sixers team. However, coming off of a, lo- off of a win in Minnesota without Embiid, and Butler played terribly. And Minnesota is is a pretty good team. is a, is a is a much more talented team, I should say, than the Mavericks are. One would think that, hey, maybe um, maybe they can take care of business being shorthanded, especially when you take into account that the Mavericks were without Luka Doncic, no Kristaps, and really for the most part are. are Tanking to end this season because they want to get their best, they want to get the best odds they possibly can for the number one pick. Um, and when it's this kind of a game, like it, like it, like it was tonight, with that kind of a setup and context, it's up to the players to come out and actually play the game and perform and be professionals. And that's not what happened tonight, really. The Sixers led at the end of the first quarter, but. And they had, and they actually led about midway through the second quarter too, forty two forty, and then things got really ugly from there. In the final eight minutes of the second quarter, the Sixers went without a field goal. They shot three of eighteen, and they were outscored forty one to eighteen in the quarter. The Mavs were up. Um, 18 at halftime, 68 to 50. And then the Sixers sort of made some runs, made made road inroads, but in the end, the Mavericks just wanted it more than the Sixers did. And the Sixers have slowly but surely put themselves into that mode where they don't really, you know, they they know where they're gonna where they're gonna sit. I mean, guys. Let's 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 take a look at these standings here. The Eastern Conference, they are five and a half back of the Raptors with five games to play. So they're not going to get the two seed. It's impossible. 
they are four and a half up on the fourth seed Celtics and the four in the fifth seed Pacers, both of which have the same the, the two teams have the same record. So all the Sixers gotta do is win one more game and they clinch the three seed. So I don't know why they are sort of throwing it in early and saying we're we're good to go. We're we're gonna just chill now. They haven't clinched the seed yet. Clinch your seeding first. Clinch your standing in the conference first, and then you can rest. And then you can take a take a take some take some time uh, to, to to relax a little bit. But you haven't done anything yet. You have to still come out and clinch this this three seed because it isn't over yet. I know that the Celtics and the Pacers are, are, are duking it out for the four for the home court advantage in their own series, and I know that the Sixers have have a pretty substantial lead, but it's not over yet. Four and a half games is not five and a half games. Sixers just got to win one of these next um, five remaining games. Could it be Atlanta, Milwaukee, Chicago, Miami, Chicago? Of course, it's probably going to be one of those games. But the point is that you don't want to see the Celtics get a little bit hot. And then all of a sudden, it's a two and a half game advantage with three or four to play. Just put it away. Get the job done. Ensure yourselves that no matter what, you will have a home court advantage in a series against the Boston Celtics. This, this isn't hard. I know that we're all ready for the playoffs, and with, with Bryce Harper being in Philadelphia, a lot of our focus has shifted towards the towards the Phillies. And hey, the Eagles is off. Eagles off season is really is underway. They're making. they you know we're all anticipating moves, and we've sort of moved away from the Sixers for the time being because. They've they've clinched a playoff spot. They're 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 in a great position to clinch the three seed. But don't let up before it's over. We don't know what the Celtics are capable of, and we certainly know that the Sixers are capable of blowing leads. Just take care of the job. Get it done. That's all. And tonight that didn't happen. It didn't happen in the slightest. Uh, they came out and the defense was was, was terrible. Just, we could just call it like it is. Defense was was terrible. They gave up fifty six points in the paint. That is horrendous. Think about it. Nearly half of Dallas's points came from the paint, and thirty six of their points came from three point shots. So. That means that they were scoring more points in the paint than they were on threes in an age where three-point shooting rules the day. The Sixers' defense in the paint is a concern to me. It really is. Um, They don't seem to be able to stop anybody at the rim. Of course, there's no Embiid there, so it's like, what are you talking about? But you got news. Embiid can't play 48 minutes. Someone's got to step up and defend the paint. Is it Boban? Is it Bolden? It's, I said this before. It's matchup. It's matchup dependent. We don't. We don't have a guy who we could say, okay, he's athletic enough. We can. He can defend the paint, and he's and he's big enough. He can defend the paint, but he's good. But he's he's skilled enough to go out and stretch the floor for 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 a a, a pick and pop. We don't have that. It's either you get the pick and pop, and the fouling with Bolden, or you get the slowness and the rim and the rim different the the. the uh, the, the slowness and, and the lack of the three point shooting, but the rim protection and Boban. Pick pick your uh, pick your sword. 
And tonight it was just an ugly game from from the second half of the second quarter. The thing that things that stood out to me is that the Sixers just part of what you can what you can sort of put it on and be comfortable with it and not have it a bad taste in your mouth is they didn't make shots. They shot thirty eight point seven percent from the field. I mean that that's that's picked for itself. They haven't had they have they really hadn't been that bad all season long. During the during the lean years, that was a commonplace for them. But now you know they're shooting close to uh, in the to the upper forty percentile tonight. Outlier, 38.7%. After being up 42-40, to 40, they made 19 of their next 60 shots. It's, garba- it's garbage. What that is. That, that, that's, that's not good. They shot 6 of 33 from the three-point line. That, that's, that's just a bad shooting night. Mike Scott was bad. Uh, Bolden was bad. The, 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 uh, the shooting was, was lacking on, all, on a lot of fronts tonight. J.J. Redick, I think, had four threes. And that means that uh, there were two threes for the rest of the team. That and TJ McConnell had one, so that's that that speaks for itself. It's a terrible shooting night. They had twelve turnovers in this game, below their average, but the Mavericks only had six. And I don't understand how that's possible because Mavericks are a young team that play a lot of young players, and they like to push the pace. When you combine youth with pushing the pace, you're going to get reckless passes, bad passes, um, bad decision-making, and turnovers. And the Mavericks only had six tonight. How? That, that doesn't make any sense. The Sixers did not, do it, did not put any pressure on them, and as a result, they didn't turn the ball over. And why didn't the Sixers put any pressure on them? Because the defense sucks. That's why. Above, and to top it off, without Butler... And Embiid, you sort of got this, 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 this slight hope that maybe they could, maybe maybe Jonah Bolden could have a coming out party and, and and have another great game like he did in Minnesota. Well, he had two points tonight. A starter had two points for this team. Two freaking points. And James Ennis had four points. So two of the five starters combined for six points total. What? Someone's got to explain it to me because that, that, I don't see how that happens. Two of the, the, the two starters combined for six total points. We did see a little bit of Zaire Smith and Shake Milton tonight. I thought that Shake should have been getting more minutes tonight because of the of the of the need for a, an athletic wing who could stretch the floor with no Butler and. I would have liked to have seen more, but I did notice one thing defensively. A, he's not strong enough yet. He's just not. And I don't expect him to be. He's a rookie. He did a lot of time in the G League this year. I don't expect him to be strong enough yet. But I do expect him to be young enough and athletic enough and fast enough to slide his feet. That's what I expect. Because you defend with your feet, not with your hands. You don't use your hands and your body to, to thwart off a, a, an attack. You slide to beat the defender to the spot. And tonight it was it was an emergency grab the, the grab the uh, attack and just soft enough where he could put it up and in for an M1 for a, for a layup. A good way to make a good impression for a young player is to defend with the feet and be fast. Be fast with your feet and don't use your hands. 
stay disciplined, keep the hand, keep the arms straight out, straight up. Don't lean in, just move your feet. And if you get beat, someone's got to be there. And if they're not there, that's not your fault. That's the team's fault. Zaire, I, I was I was pretty happy with tonight. He had a couple of really good hustle plays, which I think showcase his athleticism and his and his uh, defensive sort of mentality. He had a great play where he beat a Maverick from the half court on fast break and blocked his shot at the rim with ease. Um, he had a great play where he I think he for, he caused a turnover and then beat everybody down the court. And TJ tried to hit him with a beautiful pocket pass, and he just kind of lost it out of bounds. But I, I liked. I, I saw a lot of the things that I like out of Zaire tonight with his cutting. He made some nice backdoor cuts and nice baseline cuts and understanding his positioning and getting uh, looks at the rim, even though they, they didn't come to fruition. But all in all, it was a really it was a promising performance for, for Zaire, even though he didn't really do much to fill the stat sheet. I did like a lot of the IQ plays he made and the athleticism he showcased tonight. On the other side of things, the Dallas Mavericks. 62 bench points. 62 bench points. We knew, we've always known that the Sixers bench can't defend with Dick. We, 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 we knew that. But 62 bench points from a, a 31 win team? Excuse me? Maxi Kleba, 12 points. Salam Mejri, 16 points. Trey Burke, 16 points. These guys were all. One is a one is a second year player from Germany. Other two were were out of out of the league two years ago. Guys, what 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 is this? How are you? You you can't let these these nobodies get put you for uh, hit you for for sixty two points. Uh, I understand the math doesn't add up there, but Dorian or Dorian Finney Smith nine points. Uh, some uh, Macon. Two points. Ryan Brokoff, seven points. Mind you, Ryan Brokoff was playing against the Sixers in preseason for Australia. This guy's barely been in the league, and he's playing 16 minutes for the Mavericks and getting seven points against the Sixers. you got to stop letting these opposing benches kill you. And they're not talented. You're just... That you, you're too skilled to be letting this happen to you. I mean, these guys really aren't that great of players. Trey 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 Burke is as small as is, is one of the smallest guards in the league. Salah Mejri is slow and unathletic. Kleba's okay, but you're telling me that you couldn't stop him from from, from scoring twelve points. Mike Scott couldn't stop him from scoring twelve points. T.J. McConnell couldn't have locked up Trey Burke. Someone couldn't have. Stopped Ryan Brokoff, maybe Shake Shake Milton. There's no reason that this that this bench should have been, a, and especially if you stagger the minutes of Tobias Harris and Ben Simmons, there should have been really no issue. Mavericks made 12 of 33 from three, um, six more threes than the Sixers made. That they, they got open looks and they made them because the Sixers defense was was bad. Um, and, that, and six times three is 18. Sixers, Sixers lost the game by 20. So that right there is is a game-changing stat. Talked about the turnovers already, but how about the fact that the Mavericks were nine better in the, in the assist category? 
they passed, they moved the ball more. They made the extra pass. They they found open open shooters who made shots, and that's where they killed the Sixers tonight. Because Sixers defense had energy to begin with, and then it, it exhausted itself trying to stay in the game once they were down, and it kept buckling on the pressure, and then they made shots. That's what it was. So a disappointing effort by the Sixers on the defensive end tonight. Um, of course, down Joel Embiid and Jimmy Butler, two of their top three players. Um, they'll be in Atlanta on Wednesday to play the Hawks for the last time this season. If you remember, last Saturday they lost the buzzer to Atlanta, so hopefully they have a little bit of a eye for vendetta and they come back and, and, and they whoop the Hawks and to, 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 to secure this this three seed and to get a fir- to ensure that they that they had to play the Celtics they have fir- they have home court advantage in such a series. Until then, you know I- I'm not terribly disappointed in this game because they're resting Embiid. You saw them. You saw Butler was sitting out most likely more t- because of rest than because of a back injury because he did strain his back or whatever against the Minnesota on Saturday. Um, but I am concerned because this defense without those two should be better. And by the way, one of my bigger concerns is the whole point of having four star level players is that if one or two sit out for a night, the other two can hold down the fort. Yet whenever any of whenever one of these players sits, it's like the entire the guys forget how to play basketball. That shouldn't happen with star level players with four of them. So something's not adding up there. I don't know if it's chemistry. I don't know if it's trying to fit in or trying to understand the system better. Or I don't know if maybe Jimmy Butler isn't overrated. Tobias Harris isn't overrated. I I don't get it. Do they does this is this thing only work only if Embiid can play? I I don't know. Obviously we know that they need Embiid to win against good teams, but they should be able to take care of anybody else. Minus Embiid now. They have three other star-level players. So we'll be back here with post-game coverage following the Atlanta game on Wednesday. For now, enjoy the Phillies and our newest uh, Philadelphian, Bryce Harper, who, by the way, is going to be welcoming his own Philadelphian in August. Uh, They announced today a a baby boy um, they're expecting, the Harper family, so congratulations to them. Don't be upset that they lost this game because they didn't play two starters. But be concerned that A, they seem to not be able to beat anyone consistently without Embiid. And B, that we're five games away from playing a playoff series and this defense still hasn't figured it out yet. And we've seen great offenses in the playoffs. And we've seen those teams come up come up well short of expectations because their defense can't seem to get it done. So what's it going to be? Is the defense going to figure it out, and they can, and they and they and they uh, peak at the right time, and they and they get to the finals, or is it going to be a, a uh, win around them, and you're done in six in the second round? That remains to be seen. But for now. We only have tonight to talk about and Wednesday night to look forward to. Do you like shotgunning beer? 
you want to increase your shotgun time at parties, check out my boys at the King Cobra. The King Cobra is a shotgunning tool that makes the perfect shotgunning hull in under a second. It's also a tab puller, a vent puncher, and all fits on a keychain. For more information about the King Cobra, check them out on Instagram at the King Cobra Co. That's the King Cobra Co. And Cobra is spelled with a K. For a 10% discount on all products, enter the code trust the Cobra 10, all caps, all one word. Pick up yours today. The feed to Embiid and its name is protected by U.S. copyright laws. Production distribution without my written permission is, pro- is prohibited. Copyright the feed to Embiid 2019. Sixers drop it tonight, 122 to 102 to the Mavericks. They moved to 49 and 28 on the they 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 uh, they dropped to 49 and 28 on the season in 1919 uh, away from the Wells Fargo Center. Back in action on Wednesday against the Hawks in Atlanta, looking to clinch that three seed. Um, until then. As always, thank you for tuning in. I'm Austin Krell, capital A, capital K, A Krell underscore sports on Twitter, at the Feed to Embiid on Twitter. If you want to talk basketball or baseball or, or whatever, give us a follow, give me a follow, give us give us a follow and, and just tweet at me or, or DM me or whatever. I'm always happy to talk. Um, thank you for tuning in. Have a great night.